2: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? How are you? Let me just get set up here a little bit. It is the 110th uh, episode of The Morning Report. I'll try to get set up that way. It won't be like yesterday. I was moving stuff around during the spots and the commercials and it was a mess and I apologize. Um so in, in any case, uh my name is Willie Lawson and this is the morning report. Again, a um hang on a second I'm turn the video on. Hey. Video's on, great. Uh welcome to the morning report. Again, my name is Willie Lawson and this is a production of fightbackmedia.com. FightBackMedia.com. dot com. Start your way start your day the conservative way. You know, We are, uh, you know, it's it's funny because we're just, at this point, you're just looking forward to something to have to look forward to. And um, we are, it is May 28th, I mean, sorry, 29th, and apparently, uh, I'm sorry, April 29th. And on May 1st, the Safer at Home order from the governor of the state of Florida expires. And uh, we don't know if he's going to extend it or not um i'm excited that he won't that he won't and that we will get back to some sort of regular life uh i won't i won't say that there is a new normal and we're going to get back to normal because i don't think normal's coming for a while um if ever but i'd like to get away from whatever this is whatever whatever we're experiencing now i like to get away from this cuz it's getting on my damn nerves frankly and I'm just ready to move back to something more regular. And um, it'll be the first step in that. Um, the um, the governor was, as I told you yesterday, was at TGH here in Tampa. Yesterday and he had really, really good things to say about how Hillsborough County was doing. Especially with hospitalizations and the like. And um, I think it's interesting that... Um, today Hillsborough County where I live and and probably the city of Tampa tomorrow will have and probably will decide to throw down roadblocks to life changing here even though the governor and a lot of health officials say that things here in Hillsborough County are better than they are around the state um I wanted to explain, and I I, actually I won't do it now. But I wanted to explain that the idea is that the the number of hospitalizations is, first of all, not nearly where where the models said they they would be, and they are decreasing. Uh, The number of infections are not nearly what they said they would be, and they seem to be decreasing. Um, The the funny part, I mean, the, the not I guess not funny haha because we've gone through this, but it is interesting that now there are more tests than there are people who want to take them. Now, I mentioned a couple of days ago um, that the folks from USF mentioned that our TGH, I'm sorry, um, Tampa General Hospital mentioned that they have 12 um, trials going on and they can't find enough people to fill, they're infected to fill the trials. Right now, in Tampa General Hospital, there are 35 people who are in, 35 in, in TGH that are infected with COVID 19. 35. 35 hospitalizations. 35. Now, if you listen to the mayor or if you listen to, Les Miller, uh, my county commissioner—well, not my county commissioner, but the county commissioner that is um, of the district I live in—you would think that it is, and you know, it's 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 the movie *Contagion* going on down there, and where you know what—and you you really would, but the fact, but the the facts are, the data is that right now there are thirty-five coronavirus patients at. Tampa General Hospital, 35. Almost none. Almost none. But Hillsborough County has already decided that they are going to extend their Safer at Home order until May 15th. Friday, May 15th. And uh, I just don't know how much longer they're going to be able to do this. I just don't know how much longer... They're going to be able to basically lock people in their homes. This is what's happening. Even though um, the governor and the numbers—and you know, forget the governor—the numbers say so. You know, if if anybody—you know—if anybody's talking about what might happen, they're talking about models. And we've already here on this program. Um, Convinced you, because you're not dumb excuse me, I'm just moving some paper um, that data trumps models every time the data is that hospitalizations are down infections aren't nearly anywhere near where they'd be not anywhere near where they thought they'd be they're not what if there's if there's anything that that concerns me is that because we've all been locked down we've all been in our homes we've not been in public places other than maybe Costco or Walmart Home Depot Publix Cash and Carry <laughs> if you've not done that and if you've been wearing a mask properly, then what you've not done is you've not given your, yourself a chance to um, catch the virus, build antibodies, and get over it. So our herd herd immunity is down is or not where it should where it could be anyway. Um, so someone like me, what I'm cons- what, The only thing that I'd be concerned with is that not enough people have had, that, in this area, have had the virus and gotten over it and built antibodies, because now I don't know who the hell has it. Right? That's the only thing that, I, that I'm that i the least bit concerned about. Um, on the other end, it's like, if I get the virus, I'm going to recover, and I'm going to build antibodies, and I'm going to be stronger than ever. I'd be strong like moose. I'd be strong like moose. I won't I won't be like squirrel, I'd be strong like moose i will not be like squirrel i will be strong like moose um, so there you go. <clears throat> that, that sort of talk doesn't please my wife at all, but uh, I, I do. I'm strong like bull, strong like moose, chocolate moose. Uh, so I think that you know I am. <laughs> yeah. So if I do happen to run against the virus, you know I'm, I'm, I'm gonna kick the virus' ass. That's all there is to it. I've kicked worse. I have kicked worse virus' ass and walked out. Um, leaving the virus in a you know in in, in in a sludgy pile behind me, so I'm not that concerned about it. But it'd be it'd be new it'd be nicer and cooler if enough people had the virus and had the antibodies that most of y'all weren't, weren't going to catch it. However, um, so what we're going to deal with this this weekend is on the first is that the state is most likely to start lifting restrictions. Trying to open state parks, start trying to open pools. Our friends to the, um, to the west in Pinellas County, uh, they've already opened their beaches and parks. And they want people to get out and enjoy the weather because we learned yesterday here on the Morning Report um, that... You didn't learn it here. You learned from your grandma that sunshine on your skin meat kills viruses. It's good for you. It's the, the 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 light is good for you. The UV is uh, from the sun is really good about killing viruses and bacterium and all sorts of stuff. The vitamin D that you get in your body is good for you from the sun. Uh, most people who are black have a vitamin D deficiency, so you should get out there and get a little skin, little sun on your skin, meat for sure. Because that's the best, safest way to get a little vitamin D, is just to go outside. So this idea, because this narrative has been, has been spun, that the coronavirus, the COVID-19 Hong Kong flu is more dangerous, and I do that in air quotes um, for those of you who are listening to the, um, the podcast, not watching the video, um, on black people, that's not the real problem we've learned that the real problem is that because of the, of the comorbidities that's the problem now today i got a um uh in in i m somebody sent me supposedly a nurse from dc saying that the um, that covid-19 uh, the the symptoms for black people were different uh, from symptoms of uh, of other, of other races i've not heard that anywhere other than facebook i m so i'm pretty sure that i could blow that off. How about that? Um, but getting vitamin D in is going to be good anyway. So, you know, go out there and get some, some sunshine on your skin meat and, um, get rid of the virus off your skin meat, get some vitamin D in your body and, um, get some exercise and some fresh air or as fresh as we got. That's a good idea for everybody. So hopefully, hopefully the state parks will be open and we'll start to, um, get released. I believe that people are going to start releasing themselves anyway. The closer we get to May fifteenth here in Hillsborough County, the closer people are going to get to releasing themselves anyway. So it's just a, it's just a, folks, it's just a matter of time. I think just a matter of time. Uh, I I you know I'm, I I really do believe that. Now let me get. I haven't given you the numbers um, in the past couple of days, so I'm going to get to the numbers for where I live. And the numbers um, nationally. Uh, because I think those numbers are important. Because again, when we start hearing these, these political pukes start talking about, we're going to have to go with science-based decisions. Okay, what science are you going with? Are you going with the science of models that we've already said, but the information that you, that you put in most of those models sucked? So the information that you got out was useless? And maybe even dangerous as, as we move forward. So are you going to go with um, data? The things that we do know. As opposed to the things that we don't know. Two and a half weeks ago, they were sure that two and a half million Americans were going to die that week. You know, within the next two weeks. They were sure of it. They came out of that, you know, they came onto that briefing room um, platform and everybody was like, oh my God. This is going to be a hard week. Two million people are going to die. It's like a scene in Contagion. Well, guess what didn't happen? 200 million people did not die. Not even close. Friends, not even freaking close. Not close. So, um... We're going to go over the numbers. I'm going to see if my um, my computer that is being asked to do all sorts of all sorts of stuff that it doesn't have the juice to do. Thank you, HP, if you're listening. We'll, we'll gladly take that sponsorship for a brand new laptop. Um, although we're not going to get it, but <laughs> it's worth asking for, isn't it? All right. Um, I am using the Johns Hopkins University. And medicine coronavirus resource center website, and so you'll know. Right now, there are, according to John Hopkins, there are one million, twelve thousand five hundred seventeen confirmed cases of coronavirus in America. In America, um, And that's a lot. I mean, they. I mean, I mean, they. That that ain't no joke. I mean, it it just there's no way that I'm gonna I'm gonna sit here and make fun of it. I mean, that ain't no joke. That's a lot of people in America to have something. I mean, there are. So we're going to look if I can. This website is super super busy. We're going to look at another website real quick if I can. If you'll give, if you'll just indulge the Wilster for a second, um, there you go. And uh, we'll we'll find out how many people have succumbed. A lot of people have succumbed, uh, and especially if you add on the and and we we all saw the video. If you add on the number of people who are added to the deaths. Because when they died, they had coronavirus in their body. Okay, according to Worldometers, uh, let's see here, that's the world. 3,138,190 cases worldwide, 217,974 deaths. Uh, that is the worldwide numbers, And I had switched from Worldometers, but it's about the same. You know the other one's about about the same. So we're going to try to oh the USA again 1 million, 1 million or so cases. Unfortunately, fifty nine thousand or sixty thousand deaths. That's a lot for sure, for sure. Um, but if you but if you do the but if you do the arithmetic, if you do the arithmetic, sixty thousand out of a million is a pretty small percentage. Or 60,000 out of three hundred twenty seven million is a pretty small percentage. Over a hundred thousand almost hundred and three thousand people who have recovered. Um, so we are we are on the other side. We are on the down slope. And as testing improves and the testing is is more out there, that bottom number that that, that bottom number that says total cases, that will grow. The number of deaths, they are what they are. And um, we'll see that the percentage will get smaller and smaller and smaller. And especially if you have the, the percentage of the people who, um, especially here in Hillsborough County, that Hillsborough County has a population of, let me get to it, of 1, people, five hundred thousand people or something like that and there have been 2223 deaths out of a million and a half people it's just the numbers just don't support the action now i know people are afraid i understand that but the numbers do not support the numbers do not support the act the numbers do not support the actions. They don't, and you know what? And and you could have, you could make this political if you want to. Um, I'm I'm not making it political. I'm making it that that the, the the numbers do not support do not support the actions of our local government. They just don't support it. Again, I've given them the benefit of the doubt when you had those models come in and you thought that. Um, this was going to be a, a scene in the movie Contagion or something like that. Um, but it didn't turn out like that. And it's not going to. It, it isn't going to. So There you go. It's interesting. What else is interesting I find is that with only a couple of days before the Florida um, emancipation, Possible emancipation that the media is one of the first things that they talked about was now they're pushing the number of deaths from coronavirus in the state. 83, 83 people unfortunately succumbed to COVID 19. 83. Sad. It's sad when anybody dies. I've said this a hundred times and I'll say it one more time. For y'all in the back row, it's sad when people die. It's sad. It's sad when your 95 year old grandma dies. She's 95. Hell, 90 kills most people, 80 kills most people. 95? Sad. It's still sad. It's still heartbreaking. Everybody gets that. Everybody understands that. But 80, 83 people died. So it's interesting that they now push this narrative, when it may be a time very soon, very soon, in the next in the next forty eight hours, where the governor of Florida just says, "You know what? It's time to start trying to get back to something more regular." So you have to wonder why are they are are they really that concerned with my health? Are they? Or is it something else? Or is it something else? It just doesn't seem like they're that concerned with my health. It seems like something else is going on. Well, as a matter of fact, um, Hillsborough County has one thousand sixty-two confirmed cases and and still only twenty-one deaths. We haven't. We've had twenty-one deaths for three days, three or four days. So the number of deaths haven't gone up here in Hillsborough County anyway. So the, so what the county is doing and what the city is doing truly doesn't have anything to do with coronavirus. Because the coronavirus numbers say coronavirus has pretty much been stopped in Hillsborough County. Pretty much. Pretty much been stopped. There is a 1.98 fatality rate As testing increases. And for those of you who went to public school, that's really easy to figure out. Here's how John Hopkins figures it out. They take the number of deaths, and then they draw a line, and then they put the number of cases underneath it. And what that means is 21 divided by 1,062. So go ahead and put that in your calculator. 21 hit the division sign 1062 equals and then multiply that by 100 and that'll give you the percentage of people uh, who uh, uh, who have succumbed of the of the confirmed cases. Now what we're finding out is as we test there are a, a lot more cases out there than you know. Now at the same time At the same time, there are 35 people in Tampa General Hospital with COVID-19. There are 460 ICU beds. There are 35 people total in TGH, the area's biggest hospital, with COVID-19. 3,564 staffed beds, 4,056 licensed beds, 6 beds, 6, excuse me, 460 ICU beds. And there are 35 people in Tampa General with COVID-19. A fatality rate of 1.9%. The only action that makes any sense for Hillsborough County is that we need to restart our economy and restart our economy fast I I mean quick quick like a bunny the numbers just don't justify the actions they don't but just like just like from the beginning of this A lot of us have said that the media is, for all sorts of political reasons, frankly, um, playing a large role in this. And they're they're doing this to the very end. They're not going to stop. As a matter of fact, the cool thing today is that when we get back from this break, um, my friend Tim Bryce has done a piece that he's released concerning just this very thing. So we're going to take a short break. We'll be back with more of The Morning Report right after these messages. You know, every man my age should have three things in my opinion. First, you should have your own barber. Second, you should have your own car mechanic. And third, you should have your own florist. That's right, florist. My florist is Christine Vasconcello at Blooming Days Flower Shop, located at 11618 North Florida Avenue here in Tampa, Florida. An FTD Top 100 florist, Blooming Days meets all of your floral needs while respecting your budget. Give Christine a call at 813-933-1942. www.bloomingdays.com Hi, this is Willie Lawson. You know, with so much content whizzing around out there, there's only one storytelling platform that helps you keep calm and stay informed and inspired. It's Flipboard. Yeah. Flipboard curates the world's story so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 24-7. When you see stories that you want to save or share, just tap the plus button and add them to your private or public collections. It's that simple. It's used by millions of people every day. Flipboard is how people move themselves and the world forward. So get started now at Flipboard.com. That's Flipboard.com. And now it's time for bryce is right tim bryce is an author freelance writer and the managing editor of m and jb investment company of palm harbor florida tim has over 40 years of covering florida politics and national politics it is a pleasure to have bryce is right as a segment on Fightback media and now bryce is right This
1: is Tim Bryce with my column titled The Media's Role in the Coronavirus. We began hearing of problems with the media covering the presidential coronavirus briefings in late March when KUOW Radio, the NPR affiliate in Seattle, said they would no longer carry the live briefings as they contended the president was either spreading misinformation or lying to the public. Instead, they would interpret and report the briefings as they see fit, not necessarily in line with the president. This went much further as MSNBC and CNN followed suit by presenting their interpretation of the briefing as opposed to showing it live. If you watched the live briefing and listened to the network analysis, you would think they were two separate meetings altogether. In other words, the news media is spinning the briefings to their liking and not necessarily in alignment with what was actually said. Back in 2016, when I attended the Trump campaign rallies in Tampa with the press corps, I saw a similar phenomenon whereby what the press reported was unlike anything I saw or heard at the rally. It was a deliberate misrepresentation of what had occurred. In a recent New York Times op-ed titled Stop Airing Trump's Briefings, the writer contends, quote, Under no circumstance should these briefings be carried live, end quote, and encourage other media outlets to filter the briefing news a la CNN and MSNBC. Likewise, Katie Couric tweeted, quote, under no circumstance should these briefings be carried live. Doing so is a mistake bordering on journalistic malpractice. Everything a president does or says should be documented, but airing all of it unfiltered is irresponsible, end quote. Couric later retracted her tweet, but her political leanings to the left are well known. All of this is to be expected. Since the coronavirus became a major issue, President Trump has sucked all of the political air out of the media, leaving the Democrats gasping for recognition. Knowing this to be a problem, particularly in a presidential election year, the news media is now working overtime to refute and demean the president, thereby compounding the problem. In other words, the mainstream media's coverage of the briefings have less to do with the coronavirus and more to do with diffusing the president's political juggernaut. By spinning the news falsely, the press is stoking hate and division in the country and should be held accountable for their libelous actions. The people understand this, and because they are frustrated with the fake news, they do not know who to believe and trust. Inevitably a backlash occurs, such as the recent anti-shutdown demonstrations in Michigan, Minnesota, Virginia, and Pennsylvania, states all under Democrat control. Whether the demonstrations were justifiable or not is immaterial. But such a reaction is understandable as the people want their lives to return to normal and believe there are forces working overtime to stop them, including the press. The people particularly do not trust the media spin on the news as they know the press openly opposes the president. It's no secret. Their interpretation may be eagerly received by the far left, but everyone else dismisses it out of hand. People want the ability to access live coverage instead of depending on the press to interpret their news, often unreliably. This explains why people tend to trust news received by social media more than the press, which is also not the best, but considered more reliable than the news media. The war with President Trump started during his campaign and will continue unabated well into his retirement, whenever that may be. As the president represents the ultimate outsider to the nation's capital, The press considers it their duty to rein him in any way possible as he represents a threat to the Washington establishment, including Democrats, Republicans, lobbyists, the deep state, and yes, the news media. Friends, keep the faith. This is Tim Bryce in Palm Harbor, Florida. Follow me on the Internet at timbrice.com.
2: All right. Well, thank you ever so much. Right, thank you so much for um, for spending some time here and um, ch- checking out the Morning Report. My name is Willie Lawson. The Morning Report is a... Um, Production of FightBackMedia.com FightBackMedia.com You can go to FightBackMedia.com And check out all our assets right there And things are happening and growing I can't tell you because they're not in place yet But I'm telling you things are happening and growing And you can also get the get Bryce's right there By cl- clicking on Tim Bryce's picture you Go right to his website You can go to my friend's website And his blog um, The Swanson Report Click on the link there And my friends Janelle and Kevin Batts 46 News and Red River TV thank you ever so much for coming thank you ever so much for watching follow the link to the to the um, podcast folks if you're watching and that way you can hear at the very end you can hear Bryce is right we're going to get that together sometime soon I, I promise we're going to make that work but until, we, until then go out there and learn something love somebody and for goodness sakes y'all take care of yourself we will see you when we see you bye bye now
0: and control. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out of pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings, there is another option. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com.